0: Welcome to Deep Fried Hockey Pucks. My name is Mystery Steve and I know I haven't had an episode in a little while. It's just uh when I first started this and I probably brought this up before, but when I first started this, I thought that I'd like have something to talk about much more often. It's just I guess, you know, with the clutter of the holiday season just around the corner and, you know, with uh, me having let out a lot of the thoughts I can think of into the previous Deep Fried Hockey Pucks. A lot of them come in bits and pieces now, especially with some parts of my personal life kind of rearranging at the seams. Not in like a terrible way or anything like that, but just, you know, just when shit gets busy, you stop thinking less weird. You start thinking of less weird shit. Um, but you know what? I thought I'd just give you guys an update real quick because, I mean, it's not like I, you know, it's, it's it's not like I have anything else to do right now. And I just I want to catch up. You know, in case you're feeling uh, particularly lonely or you need something to listen to and you've run out of things from the current week, which fuck have I been through. (laughs) Like, I, uh, you know, I I recently realized that because of my weird preference towards never going back to see older episodes of podcasts that, that I like, or sorry, to listen to older episodes. Uh, And I don't have that feeling with TV shows It's literally just with podcasts. Uh, I have found myself somehow running out of things that I care about to listen to these days that never used to happen, not even once. But now just magically sometimes, oh, would you look at that? Nothing (laughs) like as I because I just go through it all. Um, But anyway, this week, I've actually had a pretty significant personal improvement in my life. Uh, And it's going to sound real boring to you if you're too young to listen to this. Uh, So uh, in case you are I'm going to make it so that you're not listening to this and that mama comes in uh, or or your pops. uh, Fuck, 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 shit, bastard, bitch, fuck. Okay, there we go. So now that only adults are in the room, or kids that are just particularly sneaky, I don't know why you would sneak away to listen to what's coming next because it's not anything like fun like you're probably thinking. Uh, It's like, I have figured out a new and better way to do my schedule for my day. I know, riveting. But just bear with me, bear with me. Basically, I have, uh, for the sake of my mental health and arranging my life in a proper arrangement, I guess you could say I walked into that sentence thinking I'd be able to end it. And, uh, uh, I, I think I finally found one, one kind of schedule that's not going to fail on me as long as I work hard on it, that, uh, that is going to like suit me for balancing my life. I mean, of course I still have to do some of the push work, but like, I think it works. So I realized since, uh, with my work, there's not really a schedule for it. Um, I know I should have realized this a much longer time ago, cause this is kind of how society has been running for the past. Many decades. Uh, I realize there's a reason. Sorry, I may sound pretty like fucking um, sporadic right now or hyper. And it's kind of just because my brain is scrambled from seven hours straight of editing the same video and not even having like gotten done. Because it's just a long fucking thing with a lot of different things to focus on. Um, which will come out on the We Are Impropriate our Patreon soon. Shameless shill, I know. Um, but... I realized there's a reason why people work on a nine to five schedule. Uh, If you are working from home with your own schedule, then this is something smart. You want to look, you might want to look into if you haven't already. I know there's no shame in not having realized something that's, that should be obvious. I literally just went through that. Uh, But yeah, if you, okay. So if you designate working on your thing, or at least on like the, the parts that you'd have to hunker down on for a long time, like editing, Photos or videos uh uh having been, uh, having meetings and shit if you focus all that time on like a on an eight hour work schedule, I picked nine to five in the wise words of Dolly Parton um and uh, if you put like a little excuse me if you allow yourself a half hour lunch break somewhere in there, I don't know if that's a normal part, but that's what I decided to put in because where why are you not gonna have lunch? Uh, And I remember hearing that it's illegal not to give employees lunch breaks uh, if you're on like a schedule. So I'm like, huh, I heard that it like kind of fucks people up if they don't get a break. So I'm going to give myself a break for about a half hour in, in the middle of this. And so I started just making myself start working at nine, somewhere in there, take a break to eat, refill on water and all that shit. Well, I refill on water at any time I need to and go to the bathroom, but for, I you know take a stop for a full meal for half an hour at some point and then at five o'clock no matter what I'm doing unless I'm really close to finishing it uh, I clock out you know I uh, I stop working and I go okay you have worked enough for the day you have you know excuse to go on with the rest of your day with. Chores or playing video games, watching TV, doing something for someone like doing a favor for someone you've been meaning to any which thing that you might fill that time with miscellaneous, whatever it may be, personal, fun, whatever it is. Uh, and I, I don't put this schedule on weekends. I kind of just let myself put whatever is going to happen on weekends. But for for weekdays, nine to five a half hour lunch break. Um, And yeah, it's like, it's working out pretty well. I've had, so my previous schedule, I'd have, I would start at 10 AM and I would spend the day rolling the dice as to when like my depressed brain would be like able to start up a, uh, and I'll I'll admit I like, I, I'm uh, like, I am a depressed person when it comes down to it. I'm working on it though. I'm working myself out of it, trying to seek therapy I've done it in a few forms already. No shame in admitting that if you're going through the same, you know, everybody. I'm I'm. little side note. I'm semi-convinced that everybody faces depression at some point, but I don't really have data or expertise to prove that. That's just a hypothesis of mine, uh, but it is a pretty damn common thing. I know that for a damn fact. Uh, so if if you're having some mental health issues, some depression, anxiety, whatever it may be like that, then just, you know, nothing's wrong with admitting it. You're not weird. You're not terrible. You're not weak for admitting that you have a mental health problem it's, it's common, and it should be normalized, so yeah, I will tell you, I, I am a depressed person a lot of the time, because of shit that's happened in my past, and some shit that even continuously happens now, and it's part of life, and I gotta, you know, fight through it with friends, and family, and those who I love, and those who love me, and, and uh, work my way through it, you know, just as anyone should, uh, so, Uh, But yeah, part of what depression does is, you know, of course, it makes it difficult for you to have the motivation to start doing things, even if you know for a fact that when you that when you've already started, you'll actually enjoy continuing. And this can be work. This can be work. This can be uh, any sort of activity like cleaning or 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 doing art. This could be even something fun like watching a movie or playing a video game or doing art if you're me, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, you know, drawing cartoons. Like it's uh, like even starting an episode of deep fried hockey pucks, like takes a, like t- just takes a kick in the rump for me. And so it's just important to like kind of call yourself out when depression is stopping you from doing that and to do your absolute best to try and power through it to start doing it. And so I make sure nine is the deadline at least within reason if there's some shit going on there's some shit going on or if I'm like a couple minutes late cuz I'm like still in the bathroom or something but uh but at 9 is the hard deadline where if it is at all possible realistically speaking for me to do so I start up whatever I have next to do and I do it and I try and you know get I get as far as I can towards completing it uh within that within that eight hour time span with again, a lunch break, a lunch, brunk, a lunch break in between. And if I do end up finishing it, obviously the, the, let's take a guess here as to what happens next. <laughs> you know, you move on to the next task. And so what I do now with, we are improv VR stuff is because that's, that's my work right now. I, I am, uh, I'm fortunately supported uh, by my dad. And so, uh, and, it, uh, Basically, I until I can actually because I have autism, I'll say. It. Well, I'm not gonna say I have autism, I am autistic. And so, with the discrepancies, not discrepancies, with the shortcomings, maybe discrepancies, hard to say. Uh, with all of that, it is very hard to find work, especially around here. I don't know if it's actually especially bad around here. I just know that around here it's very hard to find work when there is someone neurotypical around the next door. The uh, any given place could hire so that you uh, so so that they could get a job done better. And if you can relate to that at all, trust me, you're not the only one going through it. I'm not. I I know that for sure. There's you know there's at least what thousands. I don't know the number. If it's like up to millions or something, but. Uh, I don't have the data for that, but a lot of people go through that. So if you don't, if, if, if that's, if that's happening for you, don't feel ashamed uh, in case you do. Uh, And, but yeah, it just makes it really hard to find work. And so my best effort is doing uh, well, entertaining people on the internet as best I can and sustain and trying to start up a business to do that. And that's what, you know, uh, that's a lot of where ImprovVR comes from, sorry, from We Are ImprovVR comes from. If you don't know, um, that is, so this is, like, Deep Red Hockey Pucks is a personal project for me. Um, but We Are ImprovVR is a uh, is a company that I started with uh, a few buddies where we produce and host events in Altspace VR based around improv comedy uh, and audience participation. And we do a few side things as well, uh, collectively, like we have a Discord server, we do Twitch streams, uh, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff, Uh, and, you know, a a whole bunch of stuff here and there. And that is basically what I'm trying to lift off the ground in order to, and I just realized that my fucking cuff button on my shirt, I accidentally buttoned on the wrong side of my wrist. And I kind of just bunched it up. There we go. Okay, sorry. Uh, and that's basically what I do for work, trying to lift that off so that I can, uh, so that I could have a better chance at work, uh, and you know, eventually be able to move out of here. Even though my my family are sweethearts, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's like it's not like I'm trying to clamor my way out of here, but I am 21, and so I do want to try and make it out as as fast as I reasonably can. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we are improv. Our stuff is my work, trying to grow that. And I do enjoy editing. I don't know where I was going with this, but I'm going on this tangent instead. I do enjoy editing, uh, but because of depression, you know, from a lot of shit that's happened, mainly based on uh, me, you know, being autistic, uh, and what's ha- what happened in my childhood as a product of that. Again, no shame in it. I don't think there are any. I don't think there should be any shame in it. So I'm not putting any there. Uh it is hard for me to start doing things even playing a video game can be like ah oh, but it goes through the whole process of starting it up even if it's like a 5 second thing to do it's just starting it it like i know for even for people who aren't depressed like starting on a blank page is the hardest part of anything but it's but it's like when you're depressed it there there's like some okay i know reddit is not like a source you should go to for all knowing information. But um, when it comes to, Oh, sorry. I I got a notification from steam. Um, When it comes to depression, uh, I found it like a comment on Reddit uh, from a psychologist. And it makes sense to me. If someone wants to debug this, that at least debunk this, not debug it. I'm not software. If someone wants to debunk it, uh, and give me better information If this is incorrect That is totally fine But I found out that if uh, And don't worry that's just a reminder for me um, If you ah, Where was I going Like if You are not depressed Then Starting up doing a chore Is Like ah, I don't want to do it But I, you know I'm going to, I guess I'm going to, you know, it's, yeah, it's just a little, you know, it's just a little nuisance, but it is, you know, something I got to do all to go do it right now. Uh, When you're depressed, though, it is a monumental feat for you. It is something that takes an enormous amount of willpower out of you to even start doing that. Like for me to take out the trash, for me to vacuum the stairs because we have, you know, uh, carpeted stairs. Uh if you um I'm sorry, you like because I'm also bad on the spot when it comes to things like this. I'm trying to like name off chores and it's not working. Uh but like, yeah, just anything that's important to do, editing even, you know, it's a monumental task to get my brain to allow itself to do these things. But when you for lack of a better word, <clears throat> excuse me, gasp. Uh when you like, kind of force yourself to, like, start at a certain time, end at another time, within reason, then it gets just that little bit easier that might help you. I It helps me. I don't know if it'll help you. You might as well try it, though, if you're in the same situation. It helps you to just get the start done, and then continuing will be a lot easier, uh, and it's helped me a lot. Like it's it, throughout the past few days, it has helped me massively to be like, cause okay. Cause before I started this with uh, like with working and combining in my day work with the, uh, with, with family and with personal recreation and things like that, it was a matter of, uh, It it was a matter of, like, I would have to work up the courage to start doing things that I need to or should be doing. Uh, And some days, not all the time, but some days I wouldn't end up getting any of it done because I was so, like, wrapped up in, well, what what can I do here and there to kind of distract myself from that feeling? What can I, you know, what can I occupy myself with? I'll start it soon. What can I occupy myself with? And I'm not proud of it. It's something I've been through. It's something I've done. I'm working my way out of it now. But that's definitely something that occurs. And I know I'm not alone there. You listening may very well have that happen. Like even a bunch of times. With me, it happens a lot. Um, But if you put on that schedule, because again, starting is definitely the hardest part of doing any of this. uh, Then it'll just you know, add a little bit of grease to those gears, add a little bit of, you know, add a little bit of, like, fire under your ass, just just enough to make it a little bit easier to get something done, and if you get one thing done, you can say you accomplished something that day, and hopefully you get more than one thing done, hopefully you do as much as you can, You know if it's anywhere within your power but if it's not and it's too overwhelming at least you got one thing done and that is something to be proud of especially if you're going through depression and so uh yeah that's that's been a major improvement in my life another one uh this is a very minor one uh this is actually one that you are hearing the product of right now um because i don't know if i already said this on a previous episode but i'm gonna say it anyway uh, I actually might have said this in the previous episode, but I don't feel like checking. Uh, my friend Ashley Abstract, uh, who is uh, part of Impro- uh, part of We Are ImprovVR as well, uh, we were talking about mics and stuff. And I, we were talking about how, what mic we have, what microphone, uh, what arrangement we have. And now I'm starting to think I actually did definitely talk about this. But I'm going to keep going anyway in case this is your first episode. Uh, I'm using the AT2020, the Audio-Technica AT2020 USB microphone, not USB+. Plus. Uh, and I've been using this for years. In case you are in the market for a microphone that's not hundreds or thousands of dollars, this, I think, at most shops is only 100 And uh, I come through remarkable means. Um, but basically, uh, what I had before was it was kind of held upright on my arm stand. Uh, but now it's, held, like, and that kind of made things difficult when it came to maneuvering my hands around it and making, like, making it so that my face could position itself easier around it. But how it is now is it's instead of the shock mount, the little adapter that the shock mount is being held on, instead of being pointed up, it's instead being pointed down. And instead of the mic itself being upright, uh, it's cylindrical. Uh, instead of it being upright, it is now horizontal. Uh, facing me from a sideways angle making it much easier for me to kind of get comfortable around it uh, and for me to speak into it and know that it's you know going to be picking up my mouth because now it's actually it instead of pointing at my face and me having to point my mouth at it uh, or put it especially lower now it's hanging from it and like around my chin level and so I just have to talk down a little bit in order for it to hear me better but it's it's much more natural than what i had before and i'm really i'm really proud to have done that but hey i'm even more proud of this new schedule i'm actually really happy about it there's some basic stuff in my life that i've been needing to get in the habit of uh uh and this kind of helps me also to do that uh, and yeah it's just been making my mood go a lot better because now after five when I do recreational things, I don't do it with a thought in my mind of I could totally be doing something more important right now. And I should be, you know, I should be working on all these, all these things that I'm uh, that, I, that I'm missing working on, you know, but instead I work on those things from nine to five. Again, with a half hour lunch break in between and It just gets much easier after that to just give myself some much needed me time to to meditate, to relax, to watch something, play something, just, you know, wiggle it loose, maybe take a nap if I so need be. I accidentally took one for an hour and a half today after uh, after that uh, massive editing project that I uh, that I almost got done with today uh, that that I talked about just a few minutes earlier. Uh, I, yeah, like, I was, like, going to, like, just rest my head a little bit, and then I woke up uh, an hour and a half later, groggy as hell, but I'm like, you know what, I don't have anything more to do now, because I was working that entire time, and I can definitely say I made some progress, I fucking did something, and you know what, as I did, here's a little note for all you editors out there, for all you video editors, uh, this is gonna be a little fun thing for you, I... Just figured out, because I my editing software is HitFilm Express, uh, I believe version 15. Uh, I am in... Oh, by the way, I I keep forgetting to say what time it is for these things. Uh, 7.52 p.m., uh, November 27th of 2020. So Thanksgiving was actually yesterday. So that's why a lot of people are low energy. I am for various reasons. Uh, It's not all that common for me to be this way, but sometimes I am. Uh, and yeah, I, I found out in, uh, in HitFilm Express, which is by the way, free, uh, if you want to go and hunt for it, uh, just search HitFilm Express. It's a pretty, you know, popular editing software. You should be able to find it. Uh, it's a phenomenal software. It works with, uh, many different formats and shit, and it's very powerful. Any tool that you or I would use for like a YouTube video, or just something basic just to clip some shit together it's it's got all the tools you need in the free version i am not sponsored by the way uh for anyone who's curious Uh, i just think it's amazing software i discovered it when i was younger but i wasn't able to uh run it as well because of a cooling issue in my pc i've probably talked about before so once i got better fans to properly support my computer uh, and what i do Got a lot easier to run it. I was previously on Shotcut to edit all the We are improv UR stuff, but uh Shotcut, Bless Its Soul, is not that optimized. It's not that powerful. It's it can do a lot of cool shit, but it's more for basic stuff and it can't run big projects very well, at least not for me. And so if you like it, great, go for it. But I will say both. HitFilm, sorry, both Shotcut and HitFilm Express are free. And so, if you just want a little bit of a more wow bang zoom experience with a few more tools, I do recommend HitFilm. But if you're used to Shotcut, I'm not, you know, nobody should make you switch. Um, but anyway, uh, it includes a lot of effects that I like using, a lot of different nifty tools and tricks that you can use, you know, that a lot of YouTubers use with, you know, you know, Big expensive editing software, uh, and again, I'm not sponsored, I just really like this stuff. Um, but I just today figured out here's the little nifty part I figured out how to do keyframing outside of a composite shot. Uh, because for a while, apparently, you could only do keyframing, which is animation, by the way, uh, not like hand drawn animation if you're not familiar with editing software, but like animating things to like get bigger or smaller like if you want like a i don't know like a batman logo like the 1960s show with like the fucking like you know if you want something to get bigger and smaller that's an animation if you want something to swoop in from the side that's an animation if you want something to flicker or to like you know become more transparent until it's completely invisible then that's definitely uh, an animation, and all of those are done with a little. Oh, and also rotating something if you want it to spin, again, like the 1960s Batman logo uh, for frame of reference. If you want something to be animated in it, if you want something to yeah be animated in it, you'll need to use keyframes. Uh, and. It was previously able to be done in something called a composite shot long explanation as to what that is at least from my perspective uh, i do still use those for tracking though if i need to track something in the shot and attack attach, attach something to it or stabilize the shot with it i still go into a composite but it's just much easier at least for me personally to use keyframing tools in the editing timeline itself instead it just makes it more comprehensible for me since they enabled that i don't know how long ago they did that maybe an older thing or a newer thing but it's a very nifty tool it's a very helpful one and i finally got the hang of it today uh, i didn't realize all you had to do was enable like enable keyframing and then anywhere that you are on the timeline make a change to the rotation or to, uh, or to the position, or to the opacity, or anything like that, and it would create another keyframe automatically once you made that change, uh, and it and it'll transition the best way it got, and you can tell it to transition a different way. <coughs> Excuse me. You can tell it to transition a different way if you want it. To do that, like, I I don't know how else to put it. If you want, yeah, if you want it to like transition like softer in the beginning and harder in the end, like, you know, or slower and faster, or if you want like a specific kind of um, mannerism, like mannerism to it, then you might, uh, you might click on, um, ah manual bezier if i'm pronouncing that right manual bezier curve you can pull on the little handles and make you know different parts go in different directions faster and slower and all and every which way and just experiment with it get a solid clip or make one of your own and just you know and just experiment with different things you can do with keyframe it makes everything just look so much better when you get the hang of it Uh, And, you know, keyframing is a tool that I'm pretty sure is in any any decent editing software, probably DaVinci Resolve as well. You're probably familiar with that if you're at least semi into video editing. Uh, I know that uh, Adobe Premiere or whatever software you may use from Adobe, I don't exactly remember all the updated terms for that stuff because I like to stay away from Adobe as much as possible. I, I don't really like a lot of their newer policies. Having to get a subscription uh, to software instead of getting to buy it outright is one of them. Uh, Although I do like Adobe Medium. Although they did just buy that from Oculus and just keep building upon it and sustaining it themselves. But I just, I, 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 I will give them the credit that they didn't ruin it and they didn't make it a paid thing. So, you know, kudos to you Adobe for that. I don't give kudos to you a lot, but I'm giving it to you there. Uh, but, yeah, so keyframing is something anyone should get used to if they want to get into video editing, if they want to make it look especially pizzazzy, you know, with images or text or pictures or videos or whatever you want. Uh, I'm a pretty big fan of it. I'm a pretty big fan of, again, not sponsored HitFilm Express. It's a phenomenal free editing software as long as, you you know, got a decently strong PC to use it. Although, I, I've met, like, fucking teenagers it, when I was in high school – that fucking new hit film and like they'd use it on their laptop and was it fast as lightning no but it got the job done and it was pretty damn good at it you know as long as you got used to it and it's pretty intuitive as well if you just hop around and learn some shit uh but anyway i didn't think i'd actually have this much to talk about on this episode um but i did and i'm glad i let it out and i might you know i might do it again within the next day or two uh, or i might wait a week or two i don't know uh, just whenever some thoughts come to my head, I have some guests planned that I want to bring on, seeing as how it went so well with Ashley Abstract um, earlier uh, in the week. And so just, uh, yeah, I guess this is it for this deep-fried hockey puck. Um, thank you for listening. If you uh, want to – if you have a topic or question for me to cover or answer, tweet me at MysterySteve. That's M-Y-S-T-E-R-Y-S-T-E-V-E. <laughs> And that's capital M for S, capital S for Steve. Um, and you can tweet me there with any of them, and I'll try and get them uh, to them in the next uh, episode that I possibly can. Uh, you can also, if you're listening to this in Anchor, which if you're following a uh, link from my Twitter, then that's where you're listening to it, uh, then you can actually send me a voice message I can actually try to include in the episode itself. So, you know, if you want to try that, or I'll just answer it, whatever you like. And, yeah, so... I guess that's it. Uh, Thank you for listening to this deep fried hockey puck. Uh, Have a lovely time. And I'm trying to unlock my monitor so that I can actually get to the stop recording button. There we go. Thank you for listening to this deep fried hockey puck. Have a lovely time.